Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Thursdays at 8.40. And we say a very good morning to our most favorites, Wendy Nola. Hello, Wendy. <laughs> Hello, Kerry. Good to be with you. So good to have you with us, Wendy, and I am shocked at what I'm about to talk about this morning because surely in a world now of COVID and lockdowns and staying at home, that the one thing we can be sure is fine is our online shopping. Come on. <laughs> quite Just the opposite, dangerous. I'm afraid. No, no, quite the opposite. You know, what's happened is it's become, uh, you know, there was a, an incredible spike in online shopping through necessity um, when the hard lockdown happened last year. Um, yeah. So many businesses have switched to online and we... As consumers, I mean, we we are now uh, online shopping is where it would normally have been, you know, four to five years down the line had COVID not happened. And and while that's all well and good in most cases, that the companies that have um, converted to online or embraced it more fully have kind of got over their yeah. niggles. But unfortunately, we've become normalised to to shopping online, and so I think for many of us, our guard is is um, down. Um, and um, people aren't looking for the signs. They aren't, you know, um, seeing the red flags and thinking, no, maybe I'll give this one a skip. They aren't doing their homework. Um, and the fortunes are just loving it, having an absolute field day. So every day, I mean, any times a day, I just saw um, something from uh, someone who heard the promo earlier and um, said, uh, uh, hi, Wendy Nola. Uh, here's an update of my experience with Banggood. I tagged you in my angry tweets, and I think that's why I received a refund. So he got his refund. But, but yeah, today's story is about, um, well, p- presumably a Durban-based bunch um, who go by the name of Big O Trading. But they could be anywhere, really. With, you know, online, they could be anywhere. But um, Pat Pontac of Cape Town wanted to warn me. She got taken for more than 20,000 rand when she wanted to buy a Firmamix. And for those who don't know what a Firmamix is, the TM6 it's called, it's a do-it-all wonder kitchen appliance that does the normal food processing, blending, but also does slow cooking, steaming, mixing. It's like an amazing appliance. It's the must-have. Um, so she Googled just Thermomix and she said that was her mistake. If she'd put SA after it or South Africa, she would have got onto the proper agents. But she got bigger trading. And they gave a Windermere Road address, which if you put onto Google Maps, gives you Windermere Centre. The invoice looked great, uh, very professional, and she paid the money. And then, of course, the inevitable, uh, I was promised a Weibull and tracking number. Once I sent proof of payment, never happened. Then she Googled and saw all the other reviews. Um, so that's the wrong way around to do it, as we keep saying. This company previously went by the name of VP, VP Equip. Um, they've disappeared. I couldn't get hold of them. Um, Windermere sure. Centre's manager, Jocelyn Hallett, said, oh, that she actually emailed me uh, photos of a very long list running to more than two dozen, I'd say, of people who have approached Windermere Centre after being caught, uh, you know, having paid big money for non-existent appliances, including speed queens. Most people lost, you know, Sheesh. a lot of money, 15,000, 16,000. Um, so... Basically, if you, what I want to say is if you're looking for big brand appliances, the Thermomix, Meg, etc., um, you need to know how they are legitimately sold and for what price in order to avoid being scammed. So the Thermomix, for example, yeah. is distributed only by the Swiss 
diversitas group uh, via, you know, much like Tupperware, much uh, a network of direct marketing agents. And it sells for 26,000 rand, no discounts. So if any other pop company offers you one for sale at any other price, it is a scam. I think, you know, many of us have learned to cook more from lockdown. We, we, we're uh, cooking more at home. Um, and some people have had to turn to sort of catering to make a living having lost the other income. So please be very careful when you are buying appliances um, sure. because there are just so many scam artists out there. Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola, Thursdays at 8.40. So we welcome back Wendy Nola. We just spoke about the very dark world of online shopping. More dangerous than you think. Make triple, quadruple sure before you put money anywhere. And now, Wendy, we're going to be talking about cybercrime. I mean, not sure really what the difference is between what we just spoke about and cybercrime. And I mean, yeah, is cybercrime something the average person needs to worry about? Or is this, you know, we're speaking specifically to people who are really into Internet and things? Okay, so it's 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 um, a crime that hits uh, businesses, but it affects consumers. So it's a what I'm dealing with is a spin on the old one, where they will hack into it an email server that uh, doesn't have sufficient security, and they start literally reading the emails going between the company and their suppliers, the company and their and their customers, and where an email is sent with an invoice to pay, they intercept it. They change um, the email address so slightly that you don't notice. They put their banking details there, send it on, and the person that receives it that's doing the paying doesn't notice and pays the money to the fraudster. Um, this has been mm. going on for quite a few years now, so a lot of people are sitting. You'll notice that companies will generally have sometimes in big red letters at the bottom of the emails. We, you know, please check. Uh, uh, we we don't we won't change our banking details. This kind of thing. Right. So fast forward, and now they are. And basically self-verifying. They're taking advantage of the fact that companies, many companies are working from home. And um, so they will actually make a phone call and, and pretend to be the supplier and say our bank details have changed. They'll use voices that they'll investigate the company having seen it on the, on the intercepted emails. And they'll, if, if the finance person is an older sounding office woman, as in the one case I heard of, um, from John McCoughlin, who is the CEO of a Cape Town-based cybersecurity company called J2, he says they'll actually have someone who has the right at accent and sound so that the person is completely sure. at ease. They'll make small talk. Um, Sometimes we'll spoof the phone number, so when it comes up on the phone, it actually has the company name there. It is so advanced. And then they say, these are our new um, bank details. Please change them. It's all personal and, and fine. And they phone the next day to say that you get them. And that's how it happens. And interestingly, this reason I'm talking about this today specifically is that Suntum Insurance released their 2020-2021 barometer report just yesterday. Um, a huge survey with companies, consumers, insurance brokers across South Africa. And again, they confirmed that uh, the move to working from home has played very into the hands of the cyber criminals, cyber criminals because um, where there was massive security with big corporates and smaller ones in offices, now working from home, in most cases, it isn't the same. And um, yeah, sometimes basically saying, uh, while large institutions may represent more lucrative targets, smaller businesses are easier to attack because they often lack the advanced security measures required. And um, so what to do as our time runs out, 
Um, four companies in- introduce um, DMARC, domain-based message authentication, reporting and consumers. Introduce those standards so you can protect your brand from being impersonated and make your staff, your suppliers and your clients aware of the issues that impersonators, uh, it's much harder for them to succeed. And of course, the things mm. have they said, um, have the right cover in place to provide timely access to service providers. It will help you manage any fallout from this. And I have to say, as a consumer, before you pay any invoice that has been emailed to you, however trusting you are, wait till day, till um, uh, working hours. Look up the company's phone number yourself on the internet. Don't go about what's on the invoice, and just check uh, the banking details. This happened to me. I took my own advice and saved myself a lot of money. I almost, very almost, could have paid the fraud the, the money sure. so this is rough unfortunately I feel awful having to say do this check that do the next thing but I mean most of the work not a most but a very high proportion of the work I'm doing these days Kerry is around fraud so all I can do hmm. is, is empower people to not become a statistic sure well thank you so much Wendy we'll do our best to Heed your advice, you know. Thank you, Wendy. Remember, you can also find Consumer Watch podcast on ecr.co.za. Just select podcasts. To listen to these moments and anything else you might have missed, go to ecr.co.za and click on podcasts.